0: How's it going, everybody? Uh, Today's date is October 12th, 2018. It's about 1215, uh, if you're on the Eastern Standard Time. Um, And today is the first official episode of Sports Talk with Nick Earl. I'm really excited, Uh, excuse me, as we start this journey, um, discussing the latest and hottest sports topics as promised. Uh, To kick things off here, the college basketball season is upon us uh, right around a couple months away tonight. I know if you're a uh, UK fan like me, it's the uh, start of Big Blue Madness. Um, I think it occurs right at 7 o'clock. They will have a segment for the women's basketball team, and then they'll have a segment for the men's basketball team. And There's a lot of hype concerning the men's basketball team this year as we have a lot of returners coming back. You have P.J. Washington, Quadre Green coming back, um, Nick Richards, who has developed into a really strong big man, um, coming back as well. Um, with that being said, though, you, you have a lot of talent, and I know even for Kentucky, talent is something that, that just kind of comes... I kind of want to say naturally to their program, but it's just kind of different this year. You know, you got a graduate transfer and Reed Travis um, from St- from Stanford, excuse me, and he is absolutely a monster. Um, I think he will produce good menace this year. You have Tyler Hero, who had a really, really successful Big Blue Bahamas trip. And then just the energy that the other guys are bringing. You know, you have Emmanuel Quickly, Ashton Higgins, um, you know, and the and the list just goes on. Uh, EJ Montgomery can't forget about him. Um, so it's going to be a very, very, very exciting college basketball season. And Kentucky will kick off their first game against Duke, and I am extremely pumped for that game. Um, you know, if you're if you're a Kentucky fan, you know that Duke Duke Kentucky Kentucky rivalry just means a little something more. Um, so it's going to be exciting to see that. And and Duke will have a pretty decent team this year too and it's hard for me to say that for me being a Kentucky fan and all but you know with with Zion Williamson who, who committed there to Duke at the last moment um, and it was he was almost considering Kentucky really heavily and um, for him to go to Duke was a, was a big win for, for Coach K and his staff so um, it's going to be interesting to see exactly how that game plays out and uh, that game is November 6th in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana, um, so it's going to be a it's going to be a great atmosphere, and for those young guys, I'm sure it's going to be kind of an eye-opening experience. But uh, a lot of people are predicting a lot of the. I know I was listening to uh, Stephen A. the other day, and um, he was he was predicting that that could be the national championship game. It could be the first and last game in college basketball, as well as Dick Vitale thinks that as well. I should say. Um, so, yeah, big news for that. Um, kind of looking forward here to sports that are happening right now as, as we um, head into the, the nitty-gritty of football season. Um, it, it's getting down to crunch time now. Um, a lot of big games um, this weekend, I know. Um, top 25 games, you have USF, uh, the 23rd team in the nation, taking on Tulsa. You got West Virginia, the sixth team in the nation, taking on Iowa State. You got Tennessee taking on Auburn. Auburn's the 21st ranked team. Florida taking on Vanderbilt. Florida's the 14th ranked team. Minnesota will take on Ohio State. Ohio State is currently ranked third. Um, Pittsburgh will take on Notre Dame. Notre Dame moved up to the fifth position. Uh, Georgia and LSU, and a lot of people are predicting LSU could upset Georgia. Um, Georgia being the number two team, LSU being the number 13 team. Texas a and they've had a really solid season. Um, coming off a, a big win against my team in um, the Kentucky Wildcats, they take on South Carolina. Uh, Texas A&M is the 22nd ranked team in the country. Washington takes on Oregon. Washington is the seventh team. In the country, Oregon is the 17th team in the country. Michigan takes on Penn State. That's always a good game. Penn State's the number eight team in the country. Baylor takes on Texas. Texas coming off a huge win against Oklahoma. Um, They currently stand at number nine in the college football rankings. Um, UCF, you know, had a really, I mean, had an undefeated season last year. I about said really good season, but they had a perfect season last year. Are, are working to go to 6-0. and They take on Memphis. They are currently ranked 10th in the country. Missouri takes on Alabama. Alabama, of course, as everybody knows, is the first ranked team in the country, and, and they are led by two, uh, do we even really know how to say his last name yet? Like, because everybody just says Tua, Tua, Tua. So Tua, you know, he is currently number one in the Heisman ranks, and we'll discuss more about that later. But Alabama takes on Missouri. Um, should be an easy win for them. But uh, Miami, the U, takes on Virginia. Miami is 16th in the country. And then the game that, is, that everybody is anticipating Wisconsin being number 15 Michigan being number 10 that is a huge big Ten battle and then we have Colorado the number 19 team in the country taking on USC um, so those West Coast games I'm not really familiar with me being on the East Coast but just kind of scrolling through um, <coughs> excuse me just kind of scrolling through the the games and everything and and, and kind of just seeing how important a lot of these games are as you're in the conference play now. It's it's very crucial to get these road wins. And that is something that the playoff committee has been I would say more lenient on in the past is your strength of schedule. But um, this since last year, since you know UCF going undefeated, they're really having to take an effect of all these road games and, and the strength of schedule is and The strength of schedule is very important now and and it was but it just seems a little more this year that it is more important because you know you could have a team like Alabama I know a lot of people are worried about their strength of schedule but they're the number one team in the country will probably will probably be in that last four spot um well, they'll be the number one spot in that final final four for the college football playoff. As we look, excuse me, as we look into more of the college football season, a lot of people are worried about the Heisman race. Um, the Heisman race, the Heisman race, is basically right now it's down. Out of the quarterbacks, you got Will Greer from West Virginia. You have Tua Tugalova from Alabama. And you have Kyler Murray from Oklahoma. And you have Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State. I have not watched Ohio State this year. Um, you know, I, I just... I, Ohio State is a team that I don't really follow, but I know that they are pretty good. <laughs> I know that they're pretty good just from just from keeping up with the sports and everything. But Alabama released a uh, a basically a report of Tua having a knee sprain. Um, But I just got updates that he practiced through it. Um, So we'll see how that is in effect this Saturday. Um, Kind of scrolling down here looking for more updates. Uh, Let me know, guys, what you think your final four in the college football playoff will be and who will be the Heisman winner. I'm a little biased. I think Benny Snell should be in that, that final four for the Heisman. Um, what he's doing in the running back position is absolutely unreal. Um, but let me know what you guys think. Do you, And you can send those in um, on the station here. I can get your comments. And uh, let me know who you guys think will be in that final four because it, it, it's really up for grabs. Looking into the pro season of the uh, – NFL. Uh, the I guess we'll discuss the hottest team, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, led by Patrick Mahomes. Um, Patrick Mahomes is is tearing it up right now, you know. And a lot of people are saying you know, he can't he can't keep doing this. He can't keep up the wear and tear on his on his body, you know, and and everything, but. You know, at the end of the day, he's done this for what now? What week are we in? Fifth now? I mean, he's done it for five weeks. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs are, are a very, very strong team. Um, I think, personally me, I think that they will hit a road bump every now and then um, to, to really see what they're made of. Um, but, you know, as of right now, they're, they're doing good. And they got a, they got a tough um, matchup here. I'm pretty sure they play the Patriots next week. Let me let me double check that. But I'm pretty sure that they play the Patriots. As I am checking, yes, they do. They play the Patriots, and the Patriots are three and two right now. But they are they open up as a three point five favorite to win that game. So a lot of big games in the NFL. You got the. Buccaneers taking on the Falcons. The Falcons have had a really, really tough season this year as a one-and-four. Panthers taking on the Redskins. Seahawks taking on the Raiders. Colts taking on the Jets. Cardinals taking on the Vikings. Steelers taking on the Bengals. Chargers taking on the Browns. Bills taking on the Texans. Bears taking on the Dolphins. That'll be a pretty good game. The Rams and Broncos, that's going to be a good game as we see how the Broncos will respond. Um, to the Chiefs, um, coming off that loss, as they were in that game the whole time. Ravens taking on the Titans, Jaguars taking on the Cowboys, Chiefs taking on the Patriots, as I mentioned earlier. And the Monday night game will be the 49ers taking on the Packers. So a big, big time game for that um, for the for the Packers, as a lot of people are saying. You know, they're struggling this year, but. At the end of the day, you know, they have one of the best quarterbacks in the game, and Aaron Rodgers under center, so I think they'll be fine. As we take a look at records, the, excuse me, the, uh, well, not records, standings, I should say. The divisional standings in the AFC East is led by New England. The AFC North right now is led by Cincinnati, which I am very surprised. The AFC South is led by the Tennessee Titans. The AFC West is led by Kansas City. The NFC East is led by Philadelphia. The NFC North is led by Chicago. The NFC South is led by New Orleans, which is my team. And the NFC West is led by the LA Rams. So, a lot of big things happening there in NFL as, you know, it's kind of starting to get to the, to the middle of the season and, and playoff hopes are either alive or they're, or they're you know, you, you're, you're going to know where your team is at here soon. So, with that being said, a lot of... A lot of things are happening in the sports world today as we move closer to the NBA season, which kicks off this Friday, which I guess I should say today. (laughs) Um, But you have the Pistons taking on the Cavaliers. You have the, uh, the Pistons taking on the Cavaliers. Let me double check something here real quick, guys. No, oh, that was preseason. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm way off my game. But there are some NBA games today if you, guys are, or if you guys are interested in watching. The Pistons take on the Cavaliers. The Spurs take on the Magic. The Long Lions, that's a team from Guatemala, will take on the Washington Wizards, which I guess we're still in preseason now. I guess I got my hopes up uh, too much, but the NBA season is right around the corner. I can tell you that. The Hornets take on the Mavericks. The Nets take on the Knicks. The Hawks take on the Heat. The Nuggets take on the Bulls. The Rockets take on the Grizzlies. Timberwolves versus Bucks. Kings versus Trailblazers. And Lakers versus Warriors. And that is a game that I will probably intend to watch. It comes on at ten thirty p.m. on ESPN Two. Um, so, with that being said, um, we're, we're going to see how LeBron fits into the to the West Coast style. Um, I, you know, I think LeBron is the greatest player of all time. It's kind of hard for me to say that because I wasn't alive in the Jordan era. But I do think, from stats and from, you know, video and, and everything of that nature, I, I personally think that um, LeBron is the best player of all time. And uh, I know a lot of people disagree with me on that, but that's just how I feel. That's my opinion. And if you wanna wanna honor your opinion and, and state why you think MJ or or LeBron is better, please comment and uh, we can discuss about it. But you know, I, I really don't a lot of a lot of people get really caught up in that and I, I really don't just see the point in it. I I, I think they're both great and I respect of what they what they did for the game of basketball. So um I got a I got a couple comments um, that that wanted me to deal with talking about the Ryder Cup, and for those of you that that aren't that big of golf fans, um, you and if you know me, you know that I'm a huge golf fan. I'm a I'm a big golfer, but the the USA absolutely had a pitiful showing in the Ryder Cup this year, um, losing very badly. Um, to team Europe, and a lot of people anticipated that this would be uh, USA's year, that they go overseas um, and face Europe on their home soil and, and beat them, you know, with, with Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Tiger Woods, who's been playing absolutely almost like vintage Tiger, um, Phil Mickelson, the, the anchor of the team, and, and Bryson DeChambeau, who had a huge run in the in the uh, FedEx Cup playoffs um, you know facing basically Tommy Fleetwood, Justin Rose and Sergio Garcia but and, you know you have Ian Poulter for the for Team Europe who always always puts on a good show in the Ryder Cup you know and and after their interview you know he basically just said it, it just means something different to Team Europe you know golf is more of a European based game um and he said it just means more and there's just a different pride when you're competing for a Ryder Cup um, but with that being said there was no excuse for the USA to lose um, with the with the players that it had the magnitude of the, the players that they had who have competed all season long at a very very successful performance rate and you you just come you just come to the I mean, I'm just mind blown, really, when I think about it. You know, you just kind of come to a conclusion that they went over there and just felt like they could have—they already had it won—is when they when they stepped over there. It is basically the way that I'm feeling it, and I hope I'm wrong, and I hope that they do care about it. But I'm kind of—I'm beginning to wonder, you know, as I watched it, and I I got up early and watched it. You know, I'm, I'm beginning to wonder if it just means as much as it does for the European team or for the United States team you know it just seems like okay yeah we lost and then they showed like a video of Phil Mickelson at an after party or a banquet dinner or something um, joking around and stuff but when the fact is is that we got embarrassed in the Ryder Cup there's, there's no other doubt about it no any doubt about it I should say um, we got embarrassed um, but with that being said um, hopefully we can move forward to 20, I guess it'd be 20, what, 20, 2020 or 2022. What is it? Every two years or is it four? Uh, you know, I, I can't, I'm just so frustrated. I can't even remember, but, um, whenever it'll be at, it'll be at American soil next time. So hopefully we, we have a better outing than we did <laughs> for sure this time but and speaking of golf November 25th or excuse me not November 25th Thanksgiving day we will have there will be a huge huge match for the, for the golfing world and that will include Phil Mickelson taking on Tiger Woods for a 10 million dollar purse um which is absolutely insane to think about, that they're, they're going to be playing 18 holes for $10 million. Right now, if they played, I personally think Tiger Woods would absolutely destroy him. But, you know, Phil Mickelson is one of the, one of the greatest to ever play the game, and, and I love Phil Mickelson, but um, hopefully he can get his game together for that match because I think it's going to be very fun. It's a pay-per-view only match, um, so you have, to, you have to pre-order it. But I, I plan on pre-ordering it and watching and um, giving updates as it goes, so that is basically enough about golf, (laughs) Um, I'm not, and a lot of people ask me, are you going to be doing soccer, are you going to be doing soccer, soccer is not really my forte, um, unless it's like World Cup when I can actually get into it, Um, I I know a little bit about the Premier League, the, the Champions League and stuff like that, but it's just really not my forte, but um, I, uh, I want to thank everybody for joining into the show today. This concludes the morning episode. I know we are a little late starting um, the morning episode than, than scheduled. I, I know in the, the introduction I said it would be about 11 to 12, but this is the first day. So very excited, and I'm very glad that I could get this episode up and running today. Um, the afternoon session will probably be a little bit later as well, probably looking at about 5.30 to 6 o'clock, um, right around that time. But I want to thank everybody for, for coming out and, and listening to this podcast, and please, please, please let me know what I can do better um, in the feedback um, section, and uh, stay tuned for the afternoon session. Thanks.